We left the familiar stomping grounds and ventured to Bush Gardens, Tampa this week. We'll share our impressions, good and bad, plus news and more. This is episode 108 of the Mickey File Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 108 of the Mickey File Podcast. I am Scott, and with me, my lovely wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. It sounds like a much larger number when you say 108 rather than 108. Okay. (laughs) It just made me giggle a little. Just trying to be fancy. Ooh, fancy. Posh. Bougie. I don't think I can be bougie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so we went to Bush Gardens last we, weekend. We did. First time in like 15 years. I know. Very long time since we've been there. Yeah. It was fun, I think. I think it was. So It got very warm at one point. So It did. Where where we were was, there was no shade. Yeah, out zero. There. Right. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about what we did and more what we thought about what we saw. Yeah, because we didn't do a lot. No, we really didn't. But before we get to that, we'll start off with news. Yeah, we got a lot of news this week. Breakfast is returning to Crystal Palace with Winnie the Pooh and pals. On October 25th, reservations open on... So I'm very excited about that. Didn't they already tell us this was coming? But this is breakfast. The characters were already coming back. Now it's breakfast is now coming back. Okay. And it's going to have the characters because the characters started back on the 19th. Right. Right. I understand that. So that's very cool. Breakfast is that we get the early morning at Magic Kingdom. I don't think we ever had breakfast there. I cannot We've remember. Only had I think lunch. Lunch and like dinner one time. Right. And dinner wasn't buffet and it wasn't uh, characters. Right. So it was actually the, what was it, the, like the last night of Happily Ever After? Um, no, it was the first. No, oh, it was, it was the, the fireworks that came back, right. yeah, like, for 4th of July last year. That's right. what it was. Right. Yeah, so cool. Yes. I'll try breakfast there. Yeah. I'll look at the menu. I'm sure it's the same breakfast that it is everywhere else, but right. still. Yeah. Happy Halloween season is coming to all of the Walt Disney World resorts. They're bringing spooky and delicious eats and treats um, which is really big with the foodies. Lots of treats from Pop Century to Polynesian, as well as some spooky drinks from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Geyser Point. There was a whole bunch of them. I figured we didn't want to list them, but I just thought it was good. especially, they've been having Halloween parties for over a month. I know. So that happy Halloween is coming. <laughs> like, Well, but now it's coming to the actual resorts. It hasn't been in the resorts. Okay. It's only been in the park. Gotcha. 
Hispanic and Latin American Heritage Month has officially kicked off at Walt Disney World from September 16th through October 15th. It's going to showcase some uh, great variety of entertainment, authentic experiences, specialty food and beverage items, and art inspired by the Hispanic and Latin American cultures. They have some very cool photo pass magic shots available at Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney Springs. Uh, you can virtually pose with some of your favorite characters, scenes, and animals from Encanto and Coco. Magic Band Plus is coming to Disneyland uh, later this year. So they're going to be getting the Batu Bounty Hunter game in Galaxy's Edge. And Magic Band Plus is going to interact with Fantasmic and World of Color. Grad Night is returning to Disneyland Resort in May and June of 2023. Why don't they do Grad Night at Disney World anymore? I can't answer that one. When you look at who the acts were that performed at Grad Night. Yeah. When I graduated. I've looked at it before. I got to look at it again. Okay. So in 1989, when I graduated, it was Samantha Fox, the Information Society, Will to Power, Midnight Star, Pasanda's Surface, and New Kids on the Block. I've only heard of two of those. Of Samantha Fox and New Kids on the Block. That's it. <laughs> tell you right now, if we could find my cassette tape box, there's a Will to Power cassette in there. <laughs> they did an awesome version of Freebird and of Baby I Love Your Way, like two of the longest songs ever, but it may be the entire second side of the album. And Midnight started something good. I don't remember what it was, but I believe you. Like, again, I've only heard two I of them. I mean, they did a song that sounded like everything else back then. Oh, yeah, no parking on the dance floor. <laughs> you don't know, you know that song? Sure. You 100% know that song. Okay. I believe you. Yeah, I mean, 100%. It was huge. Now, like, none of them are a thing anymore. Right. But, yeah, they were huge then. Well, maybe you need to talk to uh, Mr. Damara and Mr. Chapik and see about getting grad night back here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to that or not a joy. Sure. They just stopped doing it. No, I really have not heard that before. Okay. Anyway, those were, like, all the huge bands that were there when I was... <laughs> In 1989. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What else you got? The first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party has been sold out. As of September 20th, the November 10th party shows as sold out. It's probably because it's the day before Veterans Day. And of course, it's yeah, the one I'm we're sure going to. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sure that it's the day before holiday and it's... The second party. Yep. 
And I know we looked at Thursday and Friday, and the Thursday one was cheaper. Yes, it was. I don't remember if it was, I think there was a bigger discount, or there was a discount for AP or DVC or whatever. Right. But, yeah. but it was a considerable difference between the two of them. So Christmas parties have already started selling out. I believe that second party was 59 a piece before taxes. Uh, I believe. So. Yeah. No, I think it's it was, already started. I think it was 159 total per. All the Halloween parties have sold out and now Christmas is selling out. Yep. Um, good for them. Yeah. Remember last year, everybody laughing at $249 Christmas parties? Mm-hmm. I know. Space 220 Restaurant is celebrating their first anniversary with a new trading card collection. thought this was actually kind of cool. Um, there's three sets of cards. Cards, Saturn, Jupiter, and Mars will be given to guests when they order any zero-proof which is non-alcoholic cocktail or children's meal. The original Earth, Venus, and Mercury sets will be are being retired. Guests will receive a card when they purchase a zero-proof non-alcoholic drink or kids' meal. Cards in a series may be categorized as space trivia, food in space trivia, or space technology, with each series also including a rare tech specs card giving an inside look at specifications of current and future space technologies. These are stamped with a blue foil ink. A complete series contains six trading cards. That's cool. I didn't, I mean, I guess I heard they were doing them. I thought you bought an alcoholic drink and got them. Apparently not. Apparently not. But yeah, so cool. It is cool. Uh, it is. It's, it's cool. I don't know why they're the only ones doing it, but they're a teeny group. They're not owned by Disney. Right. Well, Disney World removes COVID banner from their websites. The COVID information is still under the no before you go, but it's been removed from the banner. Yeah. So when you open it up, you're not getting that big the big white thing section. that hides the entire yeah. website if you're looking at it on a phone or tablet. Right. And Disney Cruise Line removes mask requirements for crew members. Starting with cruises this week, crew members have the option of either continuing to wear a face mask or they can opt out altogether. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Right. The guests aren't wearing them, so. Right. There you go. Yeah. Disney Plus officially announces new pricing tiers. $7.99 uh, is the current price, which includes ads, and $10.99 will be an ad-free option, and that's per month. Right. Now, the question I have, can you buy it for a year at a reduced price? I don't know. I think so. I think Hulu, you can too. We just don't. Well, because our Hulu is like 70 bucks a month because it's our live TV. If we bought it, it'd be a ridiculous amount of money right but i was just thinking for something like this that's on that's a lower price wonder if you get a discount for buying it at a year yeah i don't know i'm sure as people have to renew they'll 
let us know. Yeah. Well, we're getting ready to renew. And still almost two months. Okay. Reservations are no longer required at the Hyperspace Lounge on... And by the way, those new pricing aren't taking effect till December. Oh. Oh, they're not? Ah, okay. No, they want everybody to renew before they raise the price on you. Oh, right. Okay. Reservations are now no longer required at the Hyperspace Lounge on the Disney Wish. So apparently it was a huge pain to get a reservation because you had to go like first thing in the morning to, I think, the Luna. Oh, so you physically had to go there to and go, go to oh. get a reservation for later in the day. That's crazy. Uh, so rather than make it convenient to get reservations, they've just done away with the reservations <laughs> altogether. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I don't know that. You may be able to still make reservations. I don't know, but you don't have to have a reservation to get it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. The American Adventure show is currently closed for refurbishment at Epcot. Started on Monday, the 19th of September. It doesn't say how long it's going to be, but there we go. Yeah. Still, the, ton the rotunda and everything's still open. It's just the show. Oh, okay. Last Thursday on CNBC, the host of Squawk on the Street accidentally let Bob Paycheck slip while meaning to say Bob Chapik. Of, co of course, the host corrected himself after the little slip up, but social media quickly let everyone know what happened. All right, so it's hilarious. It, it actually is really funny. It'd be way funnier if it was ABC. <laughs> that would have been really funny. <laughs> Instead of NBC Universal doing that. Yeah. But it is pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, do you really think it was a slip up? Uh, of course. He's not doing that on national TV, even if it is CNBC. Okay. Just curious if it's, you know, that Freudian Type slip. Well, I mean, I'm sure he has clearly called him that in private. Right. And that's what caused it to slip out. Yeah. You know, it's not the first time he ever said it, I would be, I would <laughs> guess. <laughs> the Tree of Life Awakening and Beacon of Magic at Animal Kingdom is resuming on October 1st at 7.45 p.m. Have they not been doing it? No, because the park's been closing before, earlier. Before darkness. Dark. Right. And now that the park is going to be open, like that night it closes, on the 1st it closes at 8 p.m. So it's kind of the... Right. They're extending the hours now. So there is some DVC news. Oh. Uh, the Boulder Ridge refurb appears to be underway. Uh, crews are working on rooms 45, 31, 33, and 35 on the 4th floor and room 55, 44 on the 5th floor. So 4531 is a dedicated deluxe studio villa. 4533 and 4535 make up a two-bedroom lock-off. And 5544 is a dedicated two-bedroom. Two so they're redoing two studios, a one-bedroom, and a two-bedroom. Right. Hallway carpets outside these villas are covered with protective plastic, and the rooms themselves have signs confirming that work is underway. 
Uh, at this point, we don't know if they are randomly going to do small groups of rooms at a time or if they are doing these four for, like, demo rooms. Like, you know, model rooms. Right, especially since they're doing a studio. One of each. Right, yeah. But they're at least starting on Boulder Ridge, which desperately needs it. Yes. Uh, Kona Island is now offering mobile ordering because Kona Cafe is closed for refurbishment. So you can get the Tonga Toast, the macadamia uh, macadamia nut pancakes during breakfast hours. At lunch, you can get the Kona Stir Fry, crispy cheddar cheeseburger, and chicken banh mi. And for dinner, they have the Kona Braised Short Rib, glazed chicken wings, and sushi among the items eligible for mobile order. Pretty cool. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's very good that they're giving those options because otherwise there's really not much available in the morning there. I don't think. Um, no, not really. With Kona Cafe closed, you've got, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Kona Island and uh, Captain Cook's. Right. So that's good. Yeah, so very cool if you're staying at the Poly or just visiting. Yeah. You know, taking a break from Magic Kingdom or whatever. Exactly, get out of the heat. Yeah. That is it for the news, unless you have anything else. No, not really. I don't either. Who? So last Saturday, we bought Bush Gardens passes because we're like, Two and a half miles. I know. It was just. Bush Gardens. Yeah. We just. We stopped going and kept paying for the passes. Yeah, for years. years. (laughs) So we finally got rid of the passes and now we're back to them. Right. We figured we'd try it for a year and we looked up that we actually waited about a week and trying to figure out which passes to get. We kind of looked it up. And we also weren't going to buy passes online a week before we were going to start using them because right. why give away the week? Right. But then we, you know, try, but trying to figure out what the best value was for where, what we wanted to do. Right. So, yeah, we, uh, we got up Saturday morning and went to Bush Gardens. Mm-hmm. So the pass we got, and I guess it's a Florida resident pass, maybe not. Don't believe so, because it's good at all of them. Yeah. So it's no, what it's, like six hundred and some dollars. Uh, it's four hundred and twenty-three a piece a year. Okay, and it's good for all eleven Sea World Entertainment Parks in the U.S. of A. Correct. So all the Sea Worlds, both Bush Gardens, water parks, the water parks, the Sesame Street thing, right? All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, free premier parking. Not premier, free premium parking or premium whatever parking they call or it. Preferred or preferred, I think preferred parking. Yeah. Uh, when available, it was not available at ten o'clock the other day. Right. They, it's not a very big parking lot though either. It's not. The property is very small. Yeah, because it's it's um, definitely landlocked. I heard a number, and I don't remember what it was the other day. Something in the eighties for acreage for what for uh, Bush Gardens. Hmm. Um, that I would assume includes the parking lot across the street. 
and maybe Adventure Island because okay. I know when I worked there, it was 75 acres and there is nowhere for it to grow. Right. Because it's surrounded by streets. Yeah. Major. I mean, major enough streets in Tampa. Yeah. There's, there's nowhere for it to go. Right. Uh, so I think if they're getting to 80 something, they are probably at least including the parking lots across the street. Because those weren't always all theirs. Right. It was cool. Um, there was a lot. It was kind of impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it was. There it was. was. A, there were a lot of things that were definitely not up to Disney Universal standards. Right. But there were a lot of things that were. Mm-hmm. Um, the animals always are. Mm-hmm. They they have been a you know award winning zoological park for years and years and years. Right. Um, they they started with the you know nothing's in cages. It's in those you know kind of natural habitats like you see all over Animal Kingdom. Right. But they were doing it fifty years uh, ago. Yeah, I mean they've they've been there since uh, fifty seven or fifty eight. Mm -hmm. So, what is that? Sixty five years. Yeah. So they have that down, and they have a lot of cool animals. Yes, they do. They have some of the biggest alligators I've ever seen in my life. They're they're monstrous, and they've always been big there. I feel like those are the same alligators that were there 30 years ago. <laughs> they probably are. Because they are huge now. I wouldn't be surprised. So let's talk about going in. Um, starting with parking. Yes. For anybody who may be driving over from Disney. So the parking was super easy to get into. Now we went, it was day of the week, or what day of the month? September uh, 17th. Yes, yes, the 17th. But it was a Saturday, and we mm -hmm. got there. We didn't get there at rope drop. We got there at, actually, I guess around noon. Yeah, actually, it was closer to noon. noon. Yeah. 11.15 or 11.30. Right. And, and I had printed out our things that had the barcode because it says, this is your ticket. It was right. actual paper. Right. So. Um, there wasn't a huge line for parking. No. They looked. I don't even think they scanned they the. They did. Though they did scan the mm -hmm. printout. And we got into the parking lot. It was not full by any stretch of the imagination right. over there. Uh, the preferred parking was. But preferred parking, by the time you get through uh, all the handicapped spots there's, that they have to have, there's not very many parking spots on the actual you know, original property. Right. There. So, but we got over there. They had trams running. Yes, they did. One thing I noticed when we were leaving, but I noticed it, trams are smaller than they used to be. Yeah. They, and that's going to be kind of a theme as we talk about this. Right. Um, well, I mean, we can just say it. it. It was not crowded. There was one roller coaster that had a line of 45 minutes. Yeah. And that was only because it's the it's new. It's the new one. Iron Gwazi. Yes. We but, didn't see any other line on property over 15 minutes. Nope. 
Uh, and even some of the really cool roller coasters were 10. Yes. They have a ticket booth guest relations section. They actually have two. One of them was open. Now, it had a pretty long line. We're only having the one air, one section open, which had, I don't know, five or six windows. Right. But yeah, know. it was a pretty long line. But I think that might have been. They are clearly understaffed. Oh, The clearly. whole day, the background music would break with an ad about text, you know, blah, blah, blah to this and apply for a job and come work for Bush Gardens. There were signs on the outside of all of the fences out exterior roads that has a two on each yeah. fence. So um but then they also have these self ticketing windows. Right. They had ATM machines. Basically, <laughs> Basically you scan your card, you know, either your ticket or the paper, and it gives you your pass and or extra add ons that are you want to buy or that are included in your membership. Yeah. So with the pass we got, we went up and you could select your, you know, membership extras. Right. So right now for the month of September, they're giving you a $10 voucher, voucher, gift card, whatever you want to call it. Or it's food or merchandise. Food, food or merchandise. Right. Per person. Yeah. Um, for our pass, photo key, which is their photo pass, right. is included. Mm-hmm. Um. I won't remember all of the things. Uh, one free fast pass per day. Per day, right. And and a reduced option for the day. Right. Yeah, they do like express pass like Universal does right. where you buy, you know, for whatever it was. And it's not 90 bucks. No, there. it's like, I think it's like 30, but then with our pass, we get it for half off. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Right. Uh, you can do that at the ATM machine there. Right. They also gave you either the Serengeti Safari, which that was um, in the back of a truck and go out on the belt with all the animals, the Savannah, whatever they call it now, mm-hmm. with all the animals, feed giraffes. Right. It was very cool. Um, or if it's SeaWorld, the dolphin encounter is free the, free right now. Right. So that was kind of a surprise. Yeah, we had no idea. No, so I mean, I saw if you're it in going, there, but make I didn't sure you know go what. over there and see what's free on the little ATM machine thing. Yeah. So you know, I don't know and, with a daily ticket what's free, but right. But then every month with our pass, they have a they have more yeah, promotions. Yeah. So they are um, and always have been very pro annual pass holder. Yes. Um. We went inside, we went over to guest relations. Now for a plastic card, they charge us five bucks, but that's okay because it's better than having to go get a paper one every time we go in. Right. Uh, It turns out you can use the app on the phone, but I can't figure out how to sign in again to get it. Yeah. So the app's not incredibly user-friendly. Right. It's kind of, yeah. But once you did get signed in, there was good information, you know, maps and showtimes and right. all of that stuff. Right. At that inside guest relations is where we got our reservation for the Serengeti Safari. Right. 
He was very helpful. Yeah, that was cool. And had a list of times. Yeah. Now, there were 11 people in our group. So it's not like there's a lot of people. It's 50 bucks. Right. But it was super cool. Yeah. You know. And right off the bat, we saved 50 bucks each on a, you know. Well, I don't know if we saved that because we wouldn't have paid for it. Right. And there are other people that did actually pay for them. Yeah, right. Well, all right. So let's let's go ahead and jump ahead and talk about that. Yeah. So we went at I don't know, like two forty five. It was hot. It was. They had they had a cooler with water on the truck. But it was hot. The truck looks just like the truck that our friend Tony Ann just went on at Animal Kingdom. Right. For you her know, Savannah thing. Woodside yeah. box truck. Right. Um, you stand in the back. Hold on to the rail. Yeah, hold on to the rail. There were 11 people in our group. Mm -hmm. Um, Two people were from Kansas. Two people were from Wildwood, which is Ocala. Right. And the other seven were from Tampa. Right. So it is very, very local centric now. Um, I don't think it didn't used to be so much. It didn't at all. Used to be. Right. Uh, But Disney and... Universal are sucking up all the people. Yeah. And then SeaWorld because it's over there by. Right. But it was cool. We had uh, a very well-informed and entertaining tour guide. Mm -hmm. She was. And we went out on the Savannah and pulled up to this spot. And here comes a giraffe walking over. So she starts pulling lettuce out and giving us lettuce and. Everybody got to feed the giraffe a couple of times, got pictures taken mm-hmm. with them. And then, the, yeah. And then one of the younger ones came over that's like a year old. Yeah. Now she had warned us about that already. That yeah. They didn't want us feeding the young one and don't turn your back on her. Yeah. Um, because they're not well behaved yet. Yes. But it was cool. It was really cool. And we went all around the whole area, which is, you know, a huge portion of the park. Right. So we saw rhinos, and it was a, a personalized version of the Kilimanjaro Safari. Yeah, I thought it was. It, I thought it was very neat. Yeah, especially being in there with them, which I know when you're on the safari, it, it, you yeah. are. But this was just a little different because you felt. Yeah, and I mean, when we were. There was nothing between us and the white or black rhinos. There right. was nothing, nothing between us and the giraffe. Right. Or the ostriches or any of the other animals. And it was, we were open to asking questions about stuff rather than on the safari, they have a spiel. This is, you you know, right. very open. Hey, stop me if you have questions or you want to see something or, you know, whatever. She yeah. was, they were very open to that. Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. So we did do that. Mm-hmm. Now we can back up. Yes. Security is a nightmare. Oh, my gosh. What? I mean, this is literally just walking in the park. So now we're taking a step back to when we first got our little tickets. We figured, okay, we'll go through security. Right. Security is a nightmare. Yeah. It's got just airport metal detectors. Yeah. (laughs) Old airport metal detectors. Yes. So you go through the first one, well, of course, everybody sets them off. Right. Yeah. Even and though we took even some, yeah. 
with my camera and my recorder out of the bag, they have to search the whole bag. Right. And then after they search your bag, they make you go through another metal detector. Metal detector yeah. Without your bag. So it's all kinds of backed up because everybody has to come up, open their bag, take everything out of their pockets, right. go through, let them look at the bag, get it back, get all your stuff back into your pockets. Right. Uh, it, it was just a train wreck. It should be should handled be. much better. Yes. Now, 15 years ago, when you went to Bush Gardens, they had this kind of handprint sensor thing before Disney did. Right. With your passes. And you literally put your whole hand on there. Yeah. And it took measurements, whatever. Right. But it was, you know, biometric 15 years ago. Right. Obviously, you'll be able to tell. <laughs> they don't do it anymore. No. They, you they have to go up. They scan your pass, everybody's pass, with an iPad. Right. And... Getting in was not a lot of fun. No, it took. It the took saving quite, grace was there was nobody in the park. <laughs> when I worked at Bush Gardens, just to put it in perspective, when I worked there in the late eighties to early nineties, thirteen thousand and change was basically sold out. Okay, thirteen thousand. Magic Kingdom is like a hundred thousand all the time. Right before COVID, anyway. Right. 13,000 was basically sold out. We would run one train until there were, I believe, 7,500 people on the park. They only needed one train and they had at least two running. <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. But it, there weren't 7,500 people. No. No. Because I've seen 7,500 people. There weren't 7,500 people there. Right. Which was good for us. Yeah. You know, for getting food, getting drinks. Right. Food and drinks. Food and drinks. Disney. Forty nine ninety nine. All they day. have a dining plan it's called all, all day. day. All it's called all day dining. It's not points. Nope. Every ninety minutes you can go to a restaurant, get a drink, an entree. And a dessert. And a dessert. Yep. Now that includes everything from Chick-fil-A to Pretty good barbecue restaurant, mm -hmm. the sandwich, you know, quick service stuffs. Right. Burgers, Chinese food, everything. Yeah. For 50 bucks. Yeah. We were sitting next to a table, it was parents and daughter, I guess, and at the barbecue restaurant. Okay. And when they were leaving, she said, okay, are we just going to eat Chick-fil-A the rest of the day? Well, I even told him when I even told you when we were walking, I go, I think I saw Chick-fil-A on the map. And he, yeah. he's like, Chick-fil-A, what? And then we actually got to the area where the Chick-fil-A is. He goes, okay, well, that's that's a game changer right now. <laughs> so here's the thing. Same problem I have with the one in whatever the Georgia Dome is now. What do they do on Sunday? Good question. Unless it's staffed by somebody else. I don't know. I, but... Now the area it is right now it can be closed on Sunday cuz nobody the other there. well the other stuff in that area is under construction anyway. The biggest part of that area is under refurb. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what they do on Sunday. Good question. And it seems odd that you would 
be short a restaurant every Sunday. Yeah. We're going to have to scout that out. Yes. But yeah, $49.99 for all you can eat. It's, you don't get points. There's right. no limit. Every 90 minutes, every you, 90 can, go minutes use you can go use somewhere. it somewhere. Yeah. And there's... There's plenty of places. Plenty of places to eat. And, and it's not just burgers and fries. It's, no. you know, barbecue, uh, barbecue ribs, barbecue chicken. They had chicken, pulled pork, brisket, mm-hmm. and ribs. Right, at the place we ate. At the place where we ate. Right. And then at the other one, at the inside one, they had pizza. Yeah. I don't know what the place is called now. It used to be called the Fest House. Yeah. And it was German themed, but it looks like. Right. Well, back then it was like sandwiches and stuff. Right. So they had pizza, then they had burgers. And chicken. Then they had chicken, and then they had Chinese, which was a different variety of different noodles, and you could get different meats in it. Yeah. Yeah, they had like um, lo mein, whatever, and then you could get, I don't remember what the meats were. One was General South chicken. Yeah. But and it looked it delicious. Looked, it looked delicious. Great. It really did. And even the chicken, I mean the chicken and the burgers looked great. They had like five different options on the burgers. I, the food we had and the food we saw was as good at as any of the counter service restaurants at Disney. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. And maybe a couple exceptions. Maybe not Satuli. Yeah, that's just different. But, but that probably yeah. That's just different. But as good as most of the places at Disney. Right. So that was impressive. The other thing they had, like Universal has, is a souvenir cup. Refillable. Yeah. So I think they were $17.99 a piece. You get free refills the first day, 99 cents when you bring them back other days. Right. They're they're not. We refilled them a few times, and the cast members are not scanning barcodes to see if you... Oh, I'm 99 cents. Right. Just saying. Right. They also had a popcorn bucket with the same thing, but I think the popcorn's a little different. And it's a, um, at least the one we went to. So the popcorn to, bucket was $9.99, but popcorn refills were three ninety nine. Right. So that one's probably a little different. Yeah. But the difference is it's so local-centric. Yes. That they're giving away the popcorn buckets not charging $20 or $25 for popcorn buckets, but they're making it up on the popcorn refills. Right. So they're right. probably making more money on popcorn than Disney is. Yeah, probably. Or at least per person. Yeah, probably per person, yes. Um, overall, I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, they have um, Hollow Scream going on right now. Their decorations Their decorations are, awesome. are the bomb, man. I so wish I could take some of those and put them here. Man, they had the like a whole Wicker Man thing and a like really yeah. cool graveyard. They had all kinds of they had all kinds of decorations. And that they were, up. were they were not like flimsy little decorations. They were serious hardcore no, that decorations. Place looks scary in the dark. Yeah, like walking through there in the middle of the afternoon. That place would be scary in the dark with people jumping out at you. Yeah. So they have, with the hollow scream thing, they have this thing you can wear around your neck. Scott was laughing at me because it's actually, what was it, like a little cat, an orange cat that it's lights up. an orange up, cat. That lights up and it says, do not scare. It's like, it's so that the cast member or cast members or whatever they're called, ambassadors or whatever, the, the employees know not to actually come out and scare you. 
Yeah. And it was like $15, which honestly, if we're going to go, I probably will do it because I love to scare people. I do not like to be scared. Right. So I would probably do that just because I want to see it at night and see how they're doing it, but I don't want people to come up and scare the crime any out of me. I think it's pretty funny that they made it a cat. Why? A scaredy cat? I'm going to go with scaredy cat. <laughs> it actually did say it on the sign. I think I took a picture of it. It does say scaredy cat. I think it was Freddy cat, wasn't it? I don't know. I think it was Freddy cat, but it may be scaredy cat. But. That's pretty cool. I don't know if Universal does that because we haven't been to Halloween Horror Nights well, in a hundred years. Yeah, I don't know, but, but I know it does work at SeaWorld because they have Hollow Scream, same right. Hollow Scream SeaWorld too. Right. We have to go to SeaWorld too. Um, actually, it says, don't want to be scared. Purchase a no-boo necklace. That's yeah. all it says. Okay. And it's $15 plus tax, but with our pass, we get like 20, 30% off. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Um, yeah. And 40% off some things. Yeah. So, um, food prices probably about the same. Yeah. Mission price actually for a single day is pretty close to the same, closer than it should be. Right. But then you can convert those into some other into kind some of pass. Other now, pass. if you're coming from out of state, on your once a year trip, there's that's not a benefit, right? If you're into animals and, and ro- roller coasters, coasters. <laughs> they have some awesome roller coasters, they really do. Yeah, they had some very, I, I mean, I enjoyed watching them. I won't go on them, but I enjoyed watching them. Yeah, I mean, some of them were just like, I kind of blow your mind. Yeah, I mean, that Iron Gwazi, apparently, it is a I watched like a kind of a point of view one. It is super long. Oh, it's huge. And it does ridiculous stuff. Yeah. It's it's a huge roller coaster. I mean, it turns you at one point completely sideways. Right. No, it's very cool. They've always been very good at roller coasters mm-hmm. there. And then um, they have like what is And it? they're very good at animals. Yeah. Shikra is not the one that goes up and then it's like eight people wide and it goes straight down. I think so. Yeah. Uh, they also do have a Sesame Street area mm-hmm. in the park. Yes, they do. And right now in the month of October, they're doing a spooktacular. Uh, they had a costume contest and trick-or-treating for the kids. Yep. And, and it's on. And then all the, you know, kid rides and play areas. And- yeah. So that's Saturday and Sunday. They have that Yeah. Uh, for the kids from like 12 to 4. They let them trick-or-treat. They have a little um, costume contest. I thought that was really cute. Yeah, it was. I mean, the kids actually were there in costumes. thought it was very cute. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. So we're going back, not just because we have passes, because, I mean, we probably went seven or eight years without going and paying for passes. So. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. It was cool to be back there. It was. So and I, I like... Again, if you if you like roller coasters, if your family likes your roller park. coasters, it's your park. It's definitely yeah. your park. Yeah. Now, they definitely, like we brought up, the fact that they definitely are short-staffed big time. Yeah, they are. Um, There are areas that definitely need refurbishment, but the... Yeah, you got to have people to do it all. Yeah. So, 
Um, I think that's going to wrap us up. Say. So I'd actually like to go do SeaWorld too, but I'm tempted on hollow screen. Tempted. Yeah, we'll see. They do have Christmas Town coming up. Yeah, November, that one I'm actually December. excited about. Oh, and we get free passes with our tickets too. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, there we go. So let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, thank you once again, everybody, for tuning in and listening to another show. As we always say, you can find us on Instagram at Mickey File Podcast or at Mickey File underscore podcast uh, on Instagram. Facebook, we have the Mickey File Improvement District and our <laughs> Mickey File Podcast page. Mickey File Improvement District is a private group. So keep everybody, you know, announcements and that's where we put our videos and pictures and stuff whenever we're in parks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like the podcast, the easiest way to support us is just keep listening and tell other people to listen. Too. Yeah. So uh, if you want to like, rate, review, subscribe, that would all be greatly appreciated. That's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode. Good night. Good night. Thank you.